What's up, Brain Tame and family? Appreciate you tuning in for another episode. Today's going to be short and sharp, and it's just me again. No guest, um, just me thinking out loud. So I hope you stay with me at the risk of sounding a little self-indulgent. I hope you do get value from this episode. We're in the middle of lockdown uh, as it continues here in Melbourne, Victoria. So I've got time on my hands. So I thought, why not jump on the mic and and share with you guys? And like I said, at the risk of sounding self-indulgent, um, it felt right. I've got a few ideas I think are um, important and, and really useful. And hopefully you guys can digest and get some value from it. Uh, so today is going to be three lessons that I've really leaned into over the last few months in particular that have been um, massive for me and just in the little work that I do in the coaching space now and just in conversations I have with people on the podcast, of course, and even just off air too, um, something that I've noticed has come up for a lot of people as well that I think could be useful. So with that said, let's dive into these three lessons and hopefully you can apply to your own life. If you get some value, uh, let me know, put up on your socials, tag me, you know, we really want to grow this community. I can see the audience is growing every week. So for the people that do tune in and have been really consistent, you know, over the last uh, few months and almost a year now, I think the show's been live, I just want to take the time to thank you and let you know that I appreciate it more than you can possibly imagine. But without further ado, let's wrap in. So the first lesson that I want to unpack is the value of technique and approach over grinding it out. So I'll give you a specific example of what I mean that's relevant in my world at the moment, and then we'll try and draw a comparison to the, I guess, the more broader world and how it might relate for you guys. But I've been uh, training for a a half Ironman all year. Unfortunately, it was called off, but I uh, managed to do my own version of it. Anyway, it's beside the point. But throughout that process, uh, it's not just about getting fit. You have to learn how to ride a bike well, and you have to learn how to swim, of course. Now, I've always been a pretty decent runner. Um, but fuck me, I was a deplorable swimmer. I could barely even um, move around in the water. I could float, but that's about it at the start of this year. So I had to learn how to swim. Similar for the bike. You know, it's easy to get from A to B, but there's a lot more involved on a road bike, the different gears, aluminium versus carbon fiber, all that bullshit. <laughs> um, it's just a lot more involved. And so what I've started to realize is I've been grinding the fucking shit out of myself all year putting in work because I value myself for hard work and the effort I put in and saying, I think it's a really important thing to do for all of us, but hard work, effort, it is finite and we inevitably hit some level of resistance and a wall. And I certainly found that to be the case with my training. And it was interesting just looking back on why I was performing so slowly on the bike and the, and the water is because my technique and the way I was approaching it all was just terrible right? My legs were sinking in the water. I was frantically paddling along. Yet in my head, I'm thinking, I'm fucking working hard and I'm training every day and you know, I'm getting marginally better, but why am I getting that exponential growth? Why are people still so much faster than me when I think I'm actually fitter? I put in harder work and I think I'm more mentally resilient. I mean, very likely I'm not, but uh, that was certainly the in dialogue and I was frustrated. And I started to realize that the technique that I was avoiding learning I thought, no, I'll just will my way through. Really, really got in the way. And funnily enough, I was able just to tweak a couple of things in the pool, in the ocean, and of course on the bike. Um, I improved dramatically, albeit still pretty slowly compared to others because I've only just started this process of tweaking the technique and approach. Um, but it made a massive difference. It wasn't just about grinding it out. So why is this important for, for all of us and anyone tuning in? 
my question to you is this, where in your life are you grinding it out and feeling just obscene levels of resistance? And is there an opportunity just to change your approach? Do something a little bit differently. Improve your skill set and sharpen the axe, so to speak, just a little bit. What's that old adage? Winston Churchill spoke about, uh, you know, if he was given an hour to chop down a tree, he'd spend the first three quarters of it sharpening the axe before he then spent the 15 minutes just hacking the tree down quickly versus the brute who just relies on strength and maybe wears himself out. So look, I'm paraphrasing there, I probably butchered the the old story, but you get the idea. Where in your life are you just trying to grind it out and push through and push through, right? It's not about losing that aspect of hard work and effort. That's important, but can you actually get specific and intentional, even if you don't want to, but where can you improve your technique and shift your approach? whether it's trying to grow a business, start a business, maybe relationships not exactly where you want it to be. Can you change the approach a little bit? Maybe in your money, can you do something a little bit differently? Whatever it is is important to you, just take the time to audit that, the technique and approach. Maybe a little shift could make all the difference. The second big idea that I've learned the hard way and something I still struggle with is the importance of leaning into feelings and our body and our state and honoring that as ethereal as that sounds, but the importance of leaning into that feeling instead of avoiding um, or, or, or feeling a sense of resistance. Don't know about you guys, but I fucking hate feeling flat. It's almost like a trauma response kicks in and just don't like that feeling of feeling a bit deflated. And I'm always trying to chase the high. be up and about. As soon as I start to feel a bit flat, maybe have another coffee, maybe feel like I need to do some more work, whatever it might be. And sometimes the body, the mind just needs a reset. It's cooked. There's a whole host of biological, physiological, and of course, emotional reasoning behind why we feel flat sometimes. And that's, you know, conversations for other times. Um, but sometimes that happens. And so what I've learned is it's really important in those moments to just allow it. And again, it sounds ethereal, abstract. It sounds fucking weak, to be frank, but it's just not the case. What happens instead, if you avoid that, and you just create this level of resistance constantly, that is super fatiguing and it clouds our ability to think clearly, um, really keeps us stuck in the sympathetic nervous system, the fight or flight response, demands blood flow away from the brain into our muscles and our diaphragm. We just feel tense and stuck and that blood flow is taken away from the prefrontal cortex, the front uh, area of the brain, which allows us to actually think calmly and think more clearly and make rational decisions and what have you. So uh, if you feel like you've stuck and that's probably the best way to describe if that feels right for you when I say that if you're feeling stuck uh, could be an opportunity just to allow albeit a very passive approach I know but sometimes that's what's needed that's something I've learned anyway just leaning in and honoring those feelings because they will dissipate nothing is final right but that constant avoidance and constant resistance that can become perpetual and that can be final or long lasting if we stay in that state it's just not good for our health or our mental well-being so lean into the feelings, honor them, journal on them if you need to, know that they'll pass, but just allow it to happen. Allow the body and mind to reset and then get stuck back into it. And then the third lesson learned is how much we need to condition and train the body and the mind, but really the body to be familiar with the feelings that we want to experience and the person we want to be. Listen, you're hearing from a guy right now talking on the microphone who's a personal growth junkie to, to some extent. You know, I'm always reading, listening, obviously contributing in some way, hosting an interview show, trying to learn myself and then share those learnings with you guys. Personal growth, self-improvement, I think it's wildly important. And there's something intrinsically rewarding about growth in general for the human species. So I think it's really cool and important to honor that. But 
It's not always about reading a book and listening. It's about doing, fucking taking action and acting as if. So a big thing for me over the last few months is wanting to feel more playful and more joyous, almost childlike. Um, I feel like I've lost that ability uh, to be able to connect to that uh, consistently throughout the week anyway. Don't know if anyone can relate. Obviously, a lot going on in the world right now. It's easy to be um, glum and lose that sense of playfulness. I totally get it. And it's important to respect that, but are there opportunities for us all to condition our body to be familiar with that feeling of being playful, of being happy, of being joyous? What can you do to be present in those moments? What things can you do on a daily basis to kind of lean into that, be very intentional and just condition the body response to be familiar with that? Because if it's if you read 17 books on how to be happy, and look, you might learn some stuff at a cognitive level, but knowing something logically and having a strong kind of cognitive understanding of it means fuck all unless you can kind of viscerally embody that experience. That's been what I found anyway, and that's a big lesson for me, is finding ways to embody and condition my my body and mind to be familiar with these feelings so that you know, a day goes by, a week goes by, all of a sudden that turns to a couple of months, and then maybe you've strung a year together of consistently feeling a certain way and acting a certain way and showing up to the person we want to be, that's when we fundamentally change, not from simply learning about it. That's step one, but how do we embody it? That's ultimately what I'm saying. So just a few ideas there to, to marinate in. Hopefully there's something useful there. The more I think about that, the more those those lessons feel really right and fucking important. So I just wanted to share that with you guys and hopefully something in there you know connects with where you're at right now and helps you to move forward in the way that you want to move. So that is all for now. If you did enjoy something landed, let me know. Share on your socials and look forward to sharing another episode of the Brain Tainment Show, perhaps with a guest again next time, uh, sometime very shortly. Be sure to subscribe and until next time.